0: You are listening to the Cattle Call podcast. This is the place where computer-aided design and drafting meets humor and practicality, with a touch of business acumen thrown in for fun. Jim and Rocco, the owners of Zentech Consultants, the premier U.S. technology consulting firm for architecture, engineering, construction, and manufacturing, discuss the fascinating world of CAD with some humor and some honesty. The Cattle Call Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cattle Call Podcast with Jim and Rocco from Zentech Consultants. I am Jim Coppinger, your host who likes to pretend he knows you know, the technical side of things. And with me, as always, is my partner. It's Rocco. It's Rocco, who's, who's so lazy he doesn't even want to tell you that he pretends to know what he's talking about on a business and sales side.
1: I don't don't pretend. I know everything. You
0: know everything? I
1: know everything about everything. I'm going to
0: ask your wife and see what she thinks about you knowing everything about everything. Because she (laughs) says something different every time I talk to her. Oh don't ask her. All right. You you know enough not to ask your wife. So, I guess that's fair. All right. Yep. That's a smart man. All right. So, today, where do we talk? Oh, we're talking about CAD support today. We're talking about CAD support and what are your best options? So... Um, that's a great topic, right? you know, CAD support is, it's kind of that never ending search for the best way to handle standards and upgrades and training and technical help that makes us all crazy. You know, CAD has been, you know, our mainstay in the design and, and the build world for the better part of four decades now. And it's still a topic that most of us struggle with at some level. We're all faced with, you know, the the, the choice to try and handle everything in house, you know, to look to our software vendors for help, or to engage with, you know, technology consultants in our industry to help us move along to that, you know, better, brighter CAD future that we all dream of. Uh, and, and the truth is, there's really no right or wrong answer here because each of these options have pros and cons, just like most things. For most firms, you know, I think there's going to be a blend of options at different times in your firm's life cycle because you know workloads and staff and your business needs—they all change on a daily basis. And and I think you know that, that means that your approach to addressing your CAD support is is going to change all the time as well. Um, and, and I think the big thing that our listeners need to remember here is that none of these items that we're talking about are are one and done. Types of projects. Everything we're talking about, whether it's standards or training or upgrades or you know tech help, uh, they're they're ongoing, living, breathing practices that are going to need constant maintenance and 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 adaptation as your business grows and changes. You know, are I, I, really breathing. What's that? Do they breathe? Yes, they? they breathe. They breathe unless someone like Rocco just steps on them and chokes them out. Because he's a sales guy, and they just kill everything. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, everyone hates salespeople. Just get over it, okay? <laughs> That's just mean.
1: That's just mean. I am a terrible person. We don't hate sales you know, guys. I know a lot of sales guys, and we can take you down. <laughs> Are they all named Rocco,
0: Luigi, and Vinny? <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> oh, it's only you. You're the only one, so you're in charge. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, anyway, I was going to go yeah. through a whole joke story about, you know, selling with the fishes. I just, you know, I was going to go there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that I threw a complete wrench into what you were saying, ah, that's all well, right. let's I'm get
0: worried. back to it. Okay. Okay. So, oh, I know. So, you know, a lot of times I have conversations with, with clients when it comes to this kind of stuff whose thought process is, you know, hey, you know, our standards are perfect. You know, they've been in place for 25 years. They work just fine. And, and the truth is, you know, once you get past those senior management people, um, who may actually be the very ones who developed those processes like a quarter century ago, and, and you talk to the daily user, you find that your users, your actual work people, are spending half of their day dealing with you know, uh, workarounds and trying to find ways to you know, sh- show things the way people want and adhere to processes, that processes that just don't work with their current CAD and design requirements. It's a big, big concern. We run into that all the time. So that's what I mean when I say these are living, breathing things that have to change as we go over through the years. So, all right, Rocco, troublemaker. How often do you run up against this when you're talking to uh, our clients, right? Do do, do you find that a lot of folks don't even want to have a CAD support and standards review conversation? Or are most, you know, people aware that they can do better Right. But they just don't know how to get there. It's,
1: it, it's a complicated answer. Right. I mean, I think they, they, they kicked a can down the road because it's, <laughs> you know, it's something that they they need to get to want to get to. But, you know, kicking that can, it, it, it's, you know, it, it just makes the problem worse. Right. I mean, because the, the, the technology continues to develop. And so the next thing they know, they find themselves so behind. So it, it's it's something that they recognize as a, as a need. And, um, you know, it just, it gets more painful the longer you wait. So you got to address it.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely the case. And there's just so many people who don't want to be the one to kind of pull that Band-Aid off and, and deal with the underlying wounds. Right? They, they just want to let it go. And hopefully somebody else will make it go away at some point down the road. And that, that doesn't work well. Um, all right, so, so let's talk about the pros and cons of you know, the different support providers, right, is, is kind of where I want to focus in this half of the show. We'll, we'll get into the, the support processes later on. Let, let's start with the idea of in-house support because that's a really common answer for a lot of firms, right? We, we all have that, that go-to CAD person who handles all of our support, right? They work on our standards, you know, when they can. Uh, you know, everybody goes to them with CAD problems, and and they handle all of our yearly upgrades. Right, we we may even have these guys doing uh, you know lunch and learn sessions once or twice a year on some cool new CAD tools that that we saw. Uh, and this is common, I think, because it's it's really cost effective, or that's at least what people think. Right? The, you know, the idea is that you know we're already paying that CAD guru's salary, right? So so we call them our you know s- senior CAD tech or something similar, and You know, throw them an extra three bucks an hour and we call it good, right? The problem is we almost always need for that CAD person, that CAD guru, to be billable. They need to work on the projects we have running because they're also the fastest person we have on staff, which means they make us the most money by getting jobs done quickly and correctly. You know, and and that means that when you're busy, they have no time to handle any type of support, right? Even answering, you know, basic CAD questions from your other staff members, it begins to kill your budget because your your best people are being pulled off of billable work, right? The, the only way that they can handle both, you know, the support and, and the project, right, requirements is by working extra hours, right? Which means that you're either paying them overtime or they're looking at burnout or <laughs> both right? I mean, honestly, you know what, while this, it can actually work in the short term, right? Um, Having one senior CAD person expected to handle everything on the support side and still be billable, it just isn't viable long term, even if it sounds real quick like it's the cheapest option. Um, Rocco, how often do you run into this? I mean, are there a lot of firms you talk with who are still depending on their in-house CAD experts to, to kind of handle all their support needs? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, particularly nowadays, right, where, you know, everybody's short-staffed and trying to run in 20 different directions. It, it's it's definitely still going on.
0: Yeah, see, and, and I think uh, that, that makes it worse, right? When you're short-staffed, you're, you need them to be more billable, not less, you know? Trying to throw more work on them with without you know focusing them rather on what i'm trying to say is, is is on work that is necessary CAD support answering questions setups configuration while still being billable when you don't have enough people to generate the work you need to get your jobs done already that just seems like an absolute recipe for disaster to me
1: yeah i mean a lot of these guys are they're they're extremely overworked and and it's like you know, you, you can only be good at so many things, you know, so...
0: They're, they're Unless you're Rocco, in which case things. he's good at everything and knows everything. So so he does. Oh, he finally said it. There you go. You owe me 20 <laughs> bucks now. See, I put it in there. <laughs> that was nice to you this week. <laughs> so, look, the, the next option that's available for most of us, right, particularly those of us who work with like the big name software systems like Autodesk, um, is to turn to our software reseller for, for the support help, right? VARS, or value-added resellers is what they actually are, but we just, <laughs> not gonna have been in this, this for so long, we just call them VARS. Um, they're, they're those intermediary companies that we buy our CAD systems from, right? Who also provide technical support and training, you know, hence the, the value-added in their names. Um, and, and these can be actually really good resources for technical problems with your software. And, and I think that they're also really good starting points for your training, right? Particularly for your beginner or entry level staff who need you know, familiarization with your, your chosen CAD system. Um, you know, the really good thing is that a lot of these, these VARs, these resellers will offer their support at really low prices, right? Because their main focus is on selling you the software. That's where they get a huge chunk of their money. Uh, you know, I, I think the problem that you run into with software resellers is that they usually only support issues that directly relate to the software itself, right? Not to the design and drafting process, you know, in other words, you know, if the, if the system keeps crashing, then they're your guy, right? But but if you need help getting, you know, a layering system built up or, you know, working out the best processes for, you know, doing, you know, a, a civil layout, they're gonna charge you really heavy for that right because it's not included in their standard contract and, and and that's assuming that they even offer that type of help right some of them don't i mean at the end of the day software resellers are only experts in the use of that software right and that is not the same thing as being able to help you with your cad issues particularly as it relates to your design concerns so, Rocco, do a lot of folks out there still default to their VAR for their CAD support, and and how does how does that work out for them? You know, overall, what what kind of feedback you get on that?
1: I mean, yeah, they they, they do and they don't, right? I mean, that's uh, that's why we're in business. A lot of folks come to us, um, you know, but I I think where a lot of folks get frustrated to, when they reach out to their to their VARS is that. You know, a lot of times it comes down to a sales discussion, you know. Well, if you upgrade, you know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find the answer now in this you next see? release. That's why know?
0: people hate sales guys. Do you see what I'm <laughs> saying? You call them for help and they wanna sell you things. <laughs> you guys just causing trouble. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, well, A nice. lot
1: of times even, even, even tech staff is, is, is driven you know, to, to push sales in, oh, yeah, in, no you doubt. Know, at, at a VAR level.
0: Yeah. I mean, you and I both have VAR backgrounds, right? So we work together at a VAR and we know that's the case. Even when I was a tech guy, I was always, always, you know, focus on selling, focus on selling. That's where we live. So, um, so as Rocco brought up, right? The last option that we're really talking about here today is is working with a technology consultant, right? Somebody who specializes in CAD support and optimizing your business workflows. Now, like Rago said right here at Zentech, you know we we are VARs for several software systems, but we are primarily technical consultants. So I know all the listeners are thinking I'm going to tell you that this is the right way to go, right? You should always work with a, with a consultant like Zentech, and it's not. Uh, you know the, the truth the truth. Is that there are really there are positives to working with a, a tech consultant, and there are negatives to working with somebody like ZenTech as well. That's that's the simple truth of it. So look, for starters, we are definitely the most expensive approach, hands down. Right? Uh, you know, it's mainly because Rockwell keeps buying mansions on those you know remote oh, island man. resorts, <laughs> you know, and he never invites me. The guy's so mean. Um, but you know, a lot of it is also because consultants are specialists. Right? We tend to have really hard-to-find skill sets, and, and we charge well for the use of those skills. Um, you know, now, that's the negative, right? But the, the benefit of working with a tech consultant is, is that we all, you know, we have all the professional expertise that you can hope for. Plus, we can devote as much time as you need, right, to get your CAD support, you know, perfected and to keep you updated and upgraded and training your staff, you know, so that they're the very best that they can be, right? We do all that, and the cost, at least to my mind, is, is it's it's offset by the fact that your production staff isn't being regularly pulled off of billable work, and you gain some major, you know, efficiency benefits, right, by having the right workflows and the best standards and really well trained staff. That's how I see it. Um, Rocco, what's what's the big resistance you run up against when you're talking to people about you know the our type of consulting right as a tech consultant and what are the the key benefits that you try to point out to them right to get them to consider that kind of CAD support Sh- show us what a good sales guy you are sell us on it Rocco yeah, well for one, I don't I don't think that we're we're
1: we're the most expensive I, I honestly think that we're competitive you know with with folks in, in the industry okay. you know I, I just you know where where we differ is is in line with what you just said you know we you take you take somebody like you, Jim. Right? I mean, how many years of experience do you have in in the civil world? You know, and you're, way too you're, not, you're you're not you're you're you know you're a design expert. You're a civil expert. You know, well, you're not you a being software. I nice to me. Expert. I was nice
0: to you. Now you're nice to me. Is that how that works?
1: It's all about love. Today. Oh, it's all about the love today. <laughs> Racco loves me. Y'all heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so. That- that's where I think the the core difference is. You know, we're not we're not driven by those software numbers, you know, and and those software sales. You know, we we have people on staff who have those years of, of industry experience that they can apply to your to your projects, to your needs, to your situation.
0: Yeah, which I think is a huge benefit. So cool. All right. So let's tell you what. Let's take a quick break to hear from today's sponsor, and then when we come back, I, I kind of want to talk about the actual. CAD support process, right? And and, and the best practices for impl- implementing that. So, all right, stand by, folks. We'll be back in just a minute with more of the Battle Call Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Jim and Rocco with Zentech Consultants. And we wanted to talk to you a little bit today about the training options that we have available here for you guys at Zentech Consultants. We offer public, training classes as well as private custom courses for all of your software and design needs. So, Rocco, why don't you tell the folks what kind of uh, training we offer and how do they reach out to us to get it going for them? Yeah,
1: Jim, we cover everything from uh, from Bluebeam to Autodesk to Microsoft to BricsCAD uh, to civil site design training and beginner through to advanced level topics. Uh, like you said both public and uh, and private courses um, if you've got if you got a group and want to run a class specifically for your team we can help you so just uh, feel free to hit our website we're at zentechconsultants.net that's z-e-n-t-e-k or you can give us a ring 866-824-4459 or even drop us an email sales at zentechconsultants.net
0: there you go zentech consultants for all of your technology training needs All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cattle Call Podcast. And we're talking about CAD support options today and and which ones work best. Uh, In the first half, we talked about providers of CAD support, right? And and now I want to hit on the main processes, I think, that we all need to look at. Uh, and, And those big processes are your standards, your upgrades, your training, and then, you know, last, ongoing tech and design support. All right, so, let's take those one at a time and, and talk about key concerns that you want to be sure and address for each of those items in your planning for your CAD support. Um, so, I'll, I'll begin with with the standards, right, which is really, it's the foundation that everything else builds on. Uh, you know, and when it comes to CAD and design standard, every firm out there is going to be different in, in terms of you know, presentation and output, but at their core all standards need to have the same you know key components right uh you know of course you the basic cad standards for things like you know templates layers you know blocks details and so on those are vital um but i do think design firms need to move beyond just those you know workflow processes and you know streamlining your communication and 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 you know looking at how you review documents and so on, right? Those are just as important in the modern world as your base CAD standards. And particularly when so many of us are, you know, working remotely and from the field on a regular basis. Um, you know, for, for CAD standards, right? Looking at those and developing those, right? The, the, the CAD guru that in-house CAD person we were talking about really has the best understanding of your current setup. But you're going to find... They, they can be really resistant to changes, right, that that can knock out their personal productivity short term, right? These are smart folks, right? They're not dumb. They know that their raise is is very often based on their billable utilization rate rather than efficiency gains, right? Because efficiency gains are almost impossible to substantiate and track. You know, VARs and resellers in this instance, right, for developing your CAD standards, they tend to be generic in this regard, right? They They... They're awfully, you know, they, they, they heavily discount their service to keep you as a sales client. And, and the output is usually pre formatted and standardized from what the software developer gives them. Um, you're, you're probably going to get the least effective standards, I think, through a VAR. Uh, you know, consultants will give you, uh, you know, the very best output here with the maximum efficiency gains, but that is going to cost more. Um, you know, consultant is going to take the time to review what you're doing and make recommendations and talk to your staff and your users and you know finally they'll take all that and and build and distribute and train everybody in your in your company right who needs it on the new standards but all of that takes time which you are going to have to pay any consultant for Um, Rocco right we we do a lot and I do mean a lot of CAD standards consulting here at Zentech how many of our clients have previously tried either going it on their own or working with their CAD VAR to develop their 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 standards? And and generally speaking, what kind of results do they get from that?
1: And I think this is part of the reason why they kind of kick it down the road because they, they, they you know, they try to, to find the time internally and start and stop it and start and stop it and, and it just doesn't doesn't get done. You know, do they reach out to their to their VARS? Sure, but it's it's you know again, it's about finding the right talent, the right people. Do how skilled are they at being able to do it? So, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's all over the map. But I, I think uh, again, a lot of them kick kick the can. <laughs> yeah,
0: because they they got to uh, be billable yeah, they, today. <laughs> you know, they they can't spend their their next three months working on CAD standards. You know because the boss ain't going to like say you're not getting pay raises you're not getting bonuses unless you're bringing in money and yeah. they don't know we see you know the, the the cause and effect cycle there um all right so that's fair so look upgrades right are are kind of next on the list we talked about right and upgrades this is the act of installing you know patches and new releases and then you know getting your folks up to speed on the new tools and the new processes that come out in, in the cad system um, and in this particular area, I really do have to give the edge to the Vars as the best way to go. Um, they are going to give you just absolutely fantastic pricing for this, uh, sometimes even free. Um, you know, uh, you know, mainly because you're you're usually whatever the upgrade is, you've usually purchased it from them. <laughs> you know, and and they've already got their money that way, and they're they're likely already trained by the software developer on on the new release and they have the latest demo data, you know, that they can work with you on and, 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 you know, things like that to kind of make sure that the new updates work for you, right? And you understand how they work. Um, you know, and, and I guess on the low end of the upgrade, the upgrade support scale, we'll call it, um, that would be your in-house CAD staff, right? For the same reasons Rocco was just saying, there's just too much time required to, to go out and learn about and review and configure and develop upgrades for anybody who has to be billable to, to, to have any kind of an effective process there. Uh, yeah, It's just gonna take them too long and it's gonna cost your company too much. All right? And and here's the thing, right? There's a very real possibility that the folks you're depending on to handle those upgrades are gonna just dismiss them and say, ah, we, we don't need to upgrade this year. It's not important. There's nothing good there. All right? Just because they know they cannot take on that workload, right? And that can really have a negative impact on your company's profits across the long term. Um, and, and I think that you know a consultant is going to fall in the middle here, right? You know, consultants that you know we learn the new upgrades and and they'll give you a really good implementation process for them. But again, right? They're going to be the more expensive route. Um, now, you know, the way to save on that. Right, is that if you use the same consultant to handle all of these processes we're talking about for you, you can definitely get some really good values out of them. Right, they'll definitely discount things heavily if you're doing all of this with the same company. Um, so, Rocco, do we see a lot of interest from people in having us do upgrades and implementation for them, or does that change? Or and even more so, not not. What am I trying to say? Does the fact if we're already engaged with them on other aspects of the of the of the spectrum right in in terms of support and training and so on does that have an impact on whether or not they come to us for the upgrades
1: yeah i mean i can't say that we we work with a lot of folks to to help them with their with their upgrades because like you just outlined you know a lot of them get it you know they get it automatically nowadays right um but uh you know when it comes to the configuration and and the training um you know that's that's what we're here for the workflow assistance
0: okay fair enough fair enough so but do, do you see i mean are people more likely to, to come to some to to a consultant they're already working with or you just think the vars really just kind of take that edge for you know the rollouts and so on
1: oh no i mean it's a, a you know as as you work with people and you build a relationship they're like they're definitely a more likely to come back to us you know for for all of their needs Okay. I definitely see that yeah
0: and I and I said I know that. Like I said, we we do it. I know every consultant out there who you might be working with does it. When the more work you give us, the better the discount we can we can get for you. So sure, you know. Um, all right. So so next up, we want to look at training. Right. Um, and look, I'm gonna say just flat out, you need to drop the idea of having your in-house staff. You need to drop them out of this conversation right from the beginning for all the reasons we already stated. But more importantly, right? This is key. It's really rare to find someone who's got really good technical skills who is also a really good teacher, right? Trust me, Rocco and I spend a ton of time searching for folks who can do both and they ain't easy to find. Those people are, man, it's like a needle in a haystack. It's tough. Just because somebody's good at doing something doesn't mean they can explain to other people how to do it, okay? So I think, you know, um, Dealing with your, your your VARs, all right, is is a better way to go here. They usually have a trained teacher on staff, right? Somebody who's, a lot of times, they've been through the, the whatever the software developer is, you know, Autodesk or whoever. Um, it's They've been through their trainer certification program, right? And that's a very good thing, right? The, you know, they, they know how to teach. They know how to communicate. They've gone through a, a formal training process. Um, the drawback, though, I, I think with a VAR is that the trainers are really... Rare, very rarely an actual expert in in your field, right? A lot of times they're teaching off of you know pre-scripted manuals, and any questions outside of the script tend to throw them. Um, you know, like I said at the top of the show, that's that's fine if you're dealing with you know entry-level people, beginners who are just getting used to the software. It's it's a great resource. Uh, it's just not really useful for more advanced personnel. Um, and I think without a doubt, the training is the area where we're a consultant shines um and and for once actually the the consultant's pricing like Rock was it, here and i think in particular it's it's no higher than anybody else's uh you know mainly because they're either doing you know public classes with a lot of students from different companies all right, or you know you're brought you're blocking out a class for a half dozen or so of your staff and and you're paying the consultant in advance right um and, and i think the benefit of a consultant for this is that they're they are like Rocco was saying earlier, they're they're the actual experts on that particular design process, right? And, and and the CAD system that you're dealing with, right? From and they can work with beginners all the way up to your Uber users, right, for real esoteric topics. Um, you know, so yeah, you know, for my money, and it was always this long before I, I became a consultant, right, training consultants are always the way to go. Right. And, you know, I think you know, we, we all should have a go to consultant, right? that we deal with on a regular basis for all of our, you know, industry based training. Um, so yeah, Rocco, so obviously, right, you know, training is a big, big part of what we do here at Zentex. So how many of our clients are repeat customers, right? And like I said, you know, or versus how many are first time clients that are coming off bad experiences trying to handle training without a consultant?
1: Oh, we, we definitely get a, a, a ton of repeat, you know, customers. and. It, You know, I don't want to go down the big sales pitch, but I mean, we we do have a different approach to how we do our training as well. So, um, you know, and, you know, yeah, I think it's I I think we draw a lot of new folks um, also because of the the way that we do it. You know, we're not we're not working out of a manual, like like you said, you know, Uh, it's not a structured, you know, okay, step A, step B, step C. Um, so a lot of folks like the the structure that we, we work with. Yeah.
0: And like I said, I, think, they, they I want, think, oops,
1: sorry, go ahead. No, they, they, they really want to get, you know, their, their users really involved with, with the use of the software. It's not just, you know, okay, do A, do B, do C. You, you, they, they want folks to understand why am I doing that? What is, what are the workflow options behind doing all, doing A, B and C? Um, you know, it's kind of getting out of the robot
0: approach. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's exactly what I was, you know, trying to say is that you, whoever your consultant is doesn't have to be us. It's about trust. You have to build a level of trust with with, with a consultant who you know they understand what you do, right? They you, you know that they're going to give your people solid, reliable, foundational answers to all of the problems and and the day to day work processes you know, that, that, that they're gonna come up with. So yeah, I think that makes a big, big difference having someone you can trust on a regular basis. That's why I like we we always get recurring clients. Um, all right, so last but certainly not least, um, I, I wanted to talk about the idea of ongoing CAD support, right? In in other words, you know, who do you turn to for those, you know, day to day questions on design and CAD issues or, you know, when you're 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 working the, the system and the software is just not doing what you want it to do. Um, And right off the bat, right, VARs seem like they would be the obvious answer, Uh, but the truth is they only support problems with the actual software, okay, right, you know, anything else and they're going to charge you extensively for it. Uh, And we've already kind of established, I think, in this conversation that VARs are not always solid in their CAD and design skills, right, you know, at, at the end of the day, they're technical software guys. That's what they focus on. They know the software and what the software does, not necessarily how to do the design in, in your industry. Um, now, your in-house people, right? Your your big CAD specialist is, is a great option here, uh, you know, particularly, uh, you know, the advanced ones, right? As, as as they're right there, right? And they don't have any real uh, overt costs, right? Beyond, obviously, you know, the, the loss of billable time. Right? And, and your CAD guys are familiar with your standards. So they're definitely a, a, a use in that short-term immediate setup. Um, and, and the funny thing here is that moving into the consultant concept, right? They're both, at the same time, they're both the worst answer for ongoing CAD support and the best answer at the same time. All right? So they're the worst when you're trying to reach out to a consultant for help on a one-off issue, okay? You don't work with them all the time. You know, we have having this problem, we just want you to fix it, all right? In that case, your consultant's going to have to learn your current processes, and he's going to have to work through the issue on his own machine, and then get back to you with the res- results, all right? And figure out how to, to fix it, and what's the best workaround or work through. And they are going to charge you just premium rates for that, okay? That's where they're the worst. That's when you want to go with your in-house CAD guy. Um, consultants are absolutely the best option, all right, for CAD support. I think when you know when you have an ongoing uh, support contract with them right, and, and this i think is particularly true if these guys are handling all of your cat support right from all the items that we've discussed if you're doing this all through one consultant um you get kind of the best of all worlds right you have an expert who can address your issues right and at that point it's usually on on you know either a prepaid or a fixed budget line item right so so that the costs can actually be lower than the other routes you know, w- while still getting you the best help possible from really skilled experts, um, you know, at Rocco, here at Zentec, right? We do we do stuff like this. We have what we call our Tech Blocks uh, support system, right? With cl- that we do with clients for like ongoing CAD support, um, and we add that to all of our consulting quotes. You know, what what does the program cover, and and how do people respond to it when they see it on our quotes? Is it a positive response, or like, hey, we don't need that?
1: Um. So yeah, it, it, it we sell the our our tech blocks um, in in five, 10, 20, or forty hour blocks, and um, it it covers you know help with with workflow with uh, uh, with configuration with you know if you, you get stuck in a situation and 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 you know how how do I how do I make this work within the software? That's the kind of stuff where where we can come in and help you one on one. And you know, I'm, I, I'm. To be honest, it's it's not. You know, it. Not everybody buys it, right. right? We have a lot of customers that do, right? I'm not gonna, fudge the truth here. Mm. I mean, you know, we don't. You know, it, it, that's just uh, the the nature of, uh, of sales, right? Not everything sells, but uh, we do have tons of folks that that use our, our tech blocks and and love them. Yeah. And continue to come back to us.
0: Now, if the important is great. It's actually kind of what prompted me to think of this topic for today, because we, you know, we were dealing with a client who just had, you know, a, an immense amount of need for that kind of ongoing support, and they opted to just not do it and say, "Yeah, hey, no, I'll, I'll call you when I need you." I'm like, "You realize it's going to cost you like four times as much if you're just calling me on the fly?" And they are going to be calling us. We know that, and it just it struck me as an odd, short-sighted answer. So. Yeah, that's kind of – but that's right. Gave us something to talk about here on the podcast today, right? So that works. There you go. All right. So I think that really covers just about everything that you guys need to know about getting yourself set up with some solid CAD support on all fronts. Unless Rocco, anything you want to add? Nope. Nope. All right. Then we're going to bounce out of here and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the (laughs) Cattle Call Podcast. Alright everybody, today's cattle call was brought to you courtesy of Zentech Consultants. That's Rocco and I. Uh, Zentech Consultants works with design and manufacturing firms to help our clients purchase and implement the software that they need in these complex industries. Uh, We provide a single point of contact for clients to buy, develop, and learn the most vital software systems for your specific needs. Uh, Zentech strives to be your trusted technology partner from your initial needs all the way through long-term support and training for your entire staff. So Rocco, why don't you tell them how to reach out to Zentech?
1: All right. Yeah, you can reach out to us through zentechconsultants.net. You can email us at sales at zentechconsultants.net, or you can even call us 866-824-4459.
0: Excellent. We look forward to hearing from you all.